Well, hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. This is season three. I had to think about it there because it's been a while since we've done an episode and I'm not even looking at the camera, so apologies for that. I'll look at you now. There you are. Um, And this is episode 15. And as always, I am your host, James Graham. Um, As you see, alongside me and God damn it, I did the wrong way. Somewhere. Somewhere, one Whatever. of these sides. Um, if I looked at my computer screen, which has got the stream on, which is over this way, that way. Uh, yes, it is over here. It is Daniel Wise. I'm speaking very quickly because I'm very nervous. Um, how are you doing, Daniel? Um, welcome back. It's been, it's been a while. It's been a while, but I want to say, you know, as as usual, I'm fine like wine. Yeah. And despite the fact that we've had a an extended break away from the pod, uh, I think especially for you, I think things definitely picked up uh, personally on your end. And, yep. uh, you know, I, I'm ready to get back here. It's really funny. Um, as negative as I've been on this team this season, uh, the most recent result we had uh, was was really surprising. But what was even mm. more surprising is I felt really good coming into that match. Yeah, you were. I, I gave you a shocking prediction on that. Yeah, I was very very surprised. I was like, oh, he's um, he's he's predicted a win. I was just like, oh, not but not I, just a win, but not a just a win, but, win, but yeah, more than one goal. I yes. was genuinely shocked by it, but hey. <laughs> what a surprise but it didn't happen yeah. but first things first we're not talking about that we're gonna say it's coming home it's coming home baby yes it's coming home to all you uk fans out there especially you english folk you'll have enjoyed tuesday night as much as i did because you know we're english we finally beat the germans what an evening oh stew eye contact good evening gentlemen Welcome to the chat. How did you take? How did you take the German defeat? And were you happy to see yeah. that German girl crying? <laughs> well, you know, and, and I had just mentioned this before we went live. Um, you know, I, I would I would hold off on it a bit because, um, man, you you never know how karma is going to come back in that situation. Um, and and I, you know, the the worst parts of social media came out to play on that one, but. <laughs> Um, overall, uh, you, God, you, you you have to feel really good about yeah. England. I think um, with the squad that they have now, this is quite possibly the best chance they can ever have. Oh, yeah. Uh, not that I know of what who's coming through uh, in the youth ranks, but um, you just look at the squad they have and uh it's it's incredible so yeah yeah um you know the the funny thing is about living in america during the euros is that um it's it's on during our work hours so uh, oh yes yes it is i've i've been able to catch bits and pieces but it's funny that this um latest tournament is really playing out similarly to how uh the united states had their college basketball tournament Mm. upsets like crazy happening every other game or or in some cases just games not panning out the way a lot of analysts thought they would uh i think i think germany is just a a huge uh surprise and especially france um as well uh this has been a pretty wild tournament to follow sort of in the periphery and and to a degree that's 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 pretty interesting because once i come off work you know i i turn on the twitter feed and catch everyone's reactions and it's been uh really interesting honestly tuesday night i was a little bit merry before the game (laughs) right yeah but um oh honestly it was just something else just to see um, and this is good timing by Stu with the comments saying, can we get Sir Jack of Grealish, Lord of Villa, added to the New Year's Honours list already? Because, you know, when he came on, he genuinely changed the way the game played. The fact that he is just someone who will go, but he will win you free kicks in the right places. But his vision, his passing, he is just absolutely top-notch. I know a few people who have always thought, He's not good enough to play for England. He plays for Aston Villa. But you know what? He's absolutely proved people wrong. And you can see the fans. The fans absolutely love him. I'm not a big fan of his haircut, but that's something else. 
I mean, mm, yeah, um, less said on that, the better. But then who am I to say? I mean, look at my hair. If you're not watching on YouTube or Twitter or Twitch um, and you've not actually seen a picture of me, I've basically got no hair. Um, well, th- so le- let me ask you this. Um, for your preferences, uh, you know, do you poo-poo Grealish's hair or uh, uh, Erling Holland's uh, fashion statement did you see that on on instagram the other day no i did not he had this full-on flamingo uh kind kind of a a, a jumper really oh, no. uh he's he's out at this pool uh i i assume kind of like at his mansion or some or some place uh very very fancy and nice but uh he's got on it, it, it's almost if you're familiar with uh if they're the U.S., I think they're USL uh, forward Madison. Oh yes, uh, they have the full-on flamingo yep. wild colors going on. He was channeling some huge forward Madison uh, energy in this picture. Uh, so at, at a certain point, if you can find that, it's it's worth a look. Now you mentioned it's it's forward Madison. I'm I'm kind of into that because I do like the forward Madison jerseys. I know you see yeah. their recent one, the reversible one. Oh no! Oh, you need to get onto that. So they've um, recently that brand new one. Mm-hmm. It's it's a two for one. It's it's fantastic. What's not to like? You can get one side dirty, let it dry out. Obviously, you don't want to switch it inside out when it's still a bit moist. But yeah, um, yeah, you can. It's a two for one jersey. It's reversible. It's fantastic, and it's well worth a look. So go and check that out. For sure. Um, Stu again is just coming up saying, "Great to see England win. Not as fun as the famous five-one, which we, which even saw Heskey, yes, Emil Heskey, who he's nicknamed the English Olakamara, um, score. <laughs> but he's he's going to allow himself to get a little bit excited, and I'm I'm going to allow myself to get a bit excited too. So, um, we've also had a comment over on Twitter from Austin FC UK. Welcome to the show, um, a fellow Northerner." Um, We've chatted a few times over on Twitter, so welcome to the stream. Um, glad to see you're here. If you've got any questions for the podcast, then that goes for anyone. Feel free to drop them in the comments. We will answer them live on the show. Um, so, shall we uh, kick off with a score prediction league update? Yes, let's, let's go for it. It's going to be short and sweet because I'm losing. Um, I'm on three points. I haven't moved anywhere. I've got predictions wrong. Uh, Dan, you're on, you're on five points. Uh, you've got an extra point for your... Uh, prediction of the uh, draw against Montreal. Yes. So fair play on that one. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, hated making that prediction and and did not enjoy the the result. But uh, no. yeah, I guess anything anything to keep me on top. I guess. Yes, absolutely. Because um, I don't want that. I want that Spurs jersey. <laughs> you do. Come on. You want that jersey. You want that more than I want the Red Bull jersey. Come on. As you know, what it, it'll be more bearable if it's a sun. Uh, because because that that man is a treasure and and I respect him. I mean, Son is a great player. He's a great person. Yeah. He's oh, excuse very... me for a second. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest. We have a a special guest. Please hold. <laughs> so, what's Daniel sorting out? Um, the special guest there. Um, my apologies yeah. for that one. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. Um, canine we, we, co-host here. Oh, well, you know, the more the merrier. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the score predictions, I'm not doing very well. I mean, I've, I looked at it this earlier on, and I looked at, at what my predictions were, and, yeah, I'm 100% predicting wins. I don't think that's going to change, to be honest, but, you know. At some point, I'm going to get one scoreline correct, and I'm going to win those three points. And, and that's what this season is coming down to. Uh, you know, I am awful when it comes to predictions. Um, but I want to say that, like, I think whoever gets, like, you know, three-point wins here and there uh, will will definitely start commanding, I think, a, a sizable lead yes. at some point here. So, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's exciting on the uh, DC UK pod front here. And I'm, I'm eager to see what happens. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh, honestly... Well, I'll get there. I'll, I'll get more than three points at some point this season. And yeah. I think I'll, I'm, I'm going to get it this weekend. Because, you know, we're, we're playing Toronto and we'll come on to that at the end of the show. Um, some news um, yeah. that's happened. Because it has been a, a, a few weeks. I mean, I'm only looking at so the last week. 
Um, mainly because, well, I've had a couple of shows on. If you've not seen, go do go and check them out. I had Brendan Heinzike and Steve Birnbaum, so two of our centre-backs. Some great content there um, for you to go and see. Um, me and Brendan, we had a good chat about babies, golf, and cooking. For sure. I mean, what I mean, what more do you want from a soccer podcast? Nothing about soccer. Everything else. <laughs> and then Steve Birnbaum, what a legend he was for coming on. Um, and we talked about him. Will he ever score that a long-range effort like Brendan did? He says no. He's, he's not expecting him to do that. He's not going to venture that far off the pitch. But hopefully we'll see him back in the black and red soon and on that pitch because... Uh, He's a great player, and what an absolute amazing person he is as well. I think um, the best way you can approach your uh, defensive position is to adopt the David Luiz mindset, that no matter where you are on the field, you are a striker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, right, news. We will get there eventually. Uh, first bit of news, um, which has obviously come out today that I've got on the list, uh, Donovan Pines. Um, has made the Gold Cup roster, um, or as we say over here, the Gold Cup squad. Um, absolute great news. Um, I'm actually surprised he made it. I didn't think this was the time for him, but obviously Greg Berhalter has seen something in him that um, he thinks deserves a place in that team. So um, what, what did you make of that, Daniel, when you saw that news? He, it's fantastic. Uh, he's a, he's a young player. He's he's very athletic. Uh, I want to say that like he is a guy who comes in, and I think really takes a mental part of the game. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I think with that, along with his physical ability, uh, he's going to be a, a good fit for the team. Uh, like you said, very surprising, um, but I think totally deserved. Uh, he is. Um, just a standout on on the de- defensive side, and yep. and I think uh, I'm I'm gonna enjoy seeing him play together with it with his fellow Americans. Yes, and I've seen that um, he's been given the number four jersey. Okay. So whether that means I mean squad numbers they don't really mean that much these days, but four generally means a starting starting True. lineup. So. He he could be in there. Um, Pines for president. We've just had a comment come in. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, his dad's the president of the. Oh, which university is it? Remind me. Uh, Maryland. Maryland. There you go. Yep. So we do have a Pines president in our midst. So there you go. Um, next bit of news on there, which I didn't want to really have written yeah. down, but you know, when back in the earlier on in the season, I obviously had Hernan Lasada on the show. Um, and one of the big things that came out of there when I did my little research on him was the fact that he's never had a game which is finished as a head coach nil-nil yeah. until Montreal came along and decided to allow us to have a nil-nil draw. Um, I mean, that game was just um, frustrating, I think is the word I want to yep. use. It was cagey, but I want to say that it wasn't. Um, I, I think it was. It was a little bit different uh, from from the other matches we've had. It was. It was fairly straightforward. It was a fairly uh, uneventful match. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're gonna like I've always said. You're gonna see it this season. Um, teams are gonna sit back, yeah. and DC is gonna have to find a way uh, to to get past them. Um, but with our, our, our main man here, Mr. B&E, Big Nige Energy. Oh, yes. Uh, that, that we'll get to in a little bit. Um, you know, I, I don't know. We, we need to find some consistency with our strikers. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I want to, you know, I had a friend text me the other day, you know, after Kamara scored his goals. And he's like, are, are you Mr. 5,000% uh, still done with uh, Kamara? <laughs> and to be honest, yeah, uh, it, that's still the place because, um, you know, he. I, I need to see consistency. I need to see yeah. uh, at least 13 more goals from him yeah. this season uh, before I can well and truly, like, eat my words. Uh, you know, and I, I just still don't think that's the answer. Um, but this team still, they're still striving 
and they want to they want to get those wins. They believe they can yeah. get these wins. And to be honest, they 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 took uh, New York to the ropes. So I want to say this is it team... New New York. Did you say? I thought it was New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, true. True. Uh, the fake New York. Yes. Uh, they they took them there. They took they went the distance. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things where the team uh, just sort of ran out of gas, but not to get too far ahead uh, if we want to mm. kind of keep going through uh, with that Montreal game. Yeah. What I mean, were your thoughts on that? I mean, I thought we we deserved to get something out of it because the way we attacked was great. It was yeah. just the fact that we just didn't get, have that curtain edge. I mean, when you when you say that, do we deserve to win it then? No. Um the only way you deserve to win a game is by putting the ball at the back of the net. It's as simple as that. For sure. Um, but you're right. We we need a consistent striker up top who's, at the very worst, is going to get a goal every other game for me. Yep. Um, that that I w- I'd be happy with a goal every other game as long as other people are pitching in. And Yeah, Ola Kamara. After, after those three goals that he scored recently and I was like okay we, we might have turned a corner with him I think with the play that we're doing the way he's getting in behind the defence not getting offside I thought you know what this is it this is actually going to be all the season no, no. And, and- I, I mean the other the other bit that frustrated me with the Montreal game obviously it was a midweek game um, it was late night so I was up re- only had a little bit of sleep so I was really crap for work the next day but um it's the fact that it was a midweek game montreal had over a month off we got to remember so they had a huge amount of rest we had a game three days beforehand so we were obviously going to be a little bit tired from that but not only that it was down in florida not in, not up in the uh in the, the cool climate of canada right it, well, nice, well, it's not actually cool up there at the moment from what I've seen in the news. Um, but it's just like, how can you schedule a game between two sides who one is on a, on a game of three games in eight days versus a team who hasn't played a game in a month? How is that fair? That's Donnie G's MLS. I, this, this has always been oh, the case. Uh, honestly, it just... <laughs> It baffles me the scheduling within MLS, just generally speaking. It's, and I'm not just saying that from a DC United point of view. I'm saying that for any team in the league who will, they will at some point go through this kind of thing. Yeah. And it's just like, come but not only on. that, but you you had the back to back games uh, with with Inter Miami. So. Yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> it's just. I mean, granted, we got to. Did we get two wins? Did we beat Miami the second time? We did, yes. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we got back-to-back wins. I mean, that's that's awesome. Um, but you shouldn't play the same team twice in the league. A, a cup? Yes, fine. In the yeah. league, followed by the cup. That happens. I can... But in the league... Yeah. Some, someone's gone... I've just added... I've just... We're missing a fixture here. Nah, just whack it in there. Just, just throw it in blindly. If- if you remember coming up on like March and, and April, uh, they only had like the first, like maybe five match days actually scheduled yeah. for this season. So yeah. really, I mean, on, on MLS's terms, it, it's, it's been very flying by the sea of their pants. So uh, yeah, it's, it's been a, a messy year and on top of that, you know, just DC, uh, taking on a new system and, and have handling the injury situation that they've had <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to be honest, uh, you know, I'm, I'm delighted by the fact that like they are in the position that they're at, you know, very yeah. comfortably mid table uh, and having times where they're showing flashes that they can be a winning team, but it's got to take more than, than beating an objectively awful uh, inner Miami um yeah you know you 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 can brag about winning but if you're you know doing it at the senior center uh which that squad is a squad of geriatrics (laughs) smoking a cigarette on the uh, sidelines yes this is (laughs) this is um you know yes those are games we need to win but and should win um but but 
yeah, it's it's got to be more than that. Yeah, it, it's we need to f- find and uh, Stu's just agree with the frontman situation. A consistent frontman is a must. After the New York game, which we will go on to very soon, um, he's just asking more game time for Roberta should be on the card surely. And for me, if he doesn't start this weekend against Toronto, I am going to be incredibly annoyed. Yeah, and and what does that say? Where we are, you know, um, essentially, you know, kind of, kind of. I guess, you know, or at least we're sort of thinking, you know, put Nigel in uh, where, where, you know, I don't know what his, his price tag is. It's not, it's not nearly, you know, sky high, but you know, when you're talking about putting a a player who's $8 million on the bench Mm. um, and, and not necessarily saying that in a way that like, this is a team where like, we're talking, you know, we, we have many other players ahead of him on that type of, you know, payroll, but this has to be a wake up call for, for Kamara and, and he's got to be able to get out there and get results, uh, especially against um, um, Montreal, because that was, it was woeful Uh, to be, to be honest. I felt, I felt more deflated after that game than I did at the end of the uh, New Jersey game. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would absolutely agree with that. Um, yeah. Should we move on to the next bit of news? For sure. Yeah, which is unfortunately the sad news um, yeah. of uh, Big Rob um, unfortunately passing away after his long battle with his cancer that he's had. Um, I did put out a tweet shortly after, just so if you want to check that out, please do. Um, but he's a true club legend, been there right from the very beginning. Um, so I just want to take a moment just to remember him um, for all the good that he's done for the club um, and there is a GoFundMe page that you can donate to and I want to honour him in any way possible so if it means donating to the GoFundMe page then so be it I have myself personally have done a donation to it um, there is a link in the description so if you want to honour one of the greatest fans of this football club go click that GoFundMe page it doesn't matter how much you donate just every little bit helps for his son, uh, Marco. So please yeah. go and do that. Um, have you got any words that you want to want to say or add, Daniel? I, I'm frankly not super familiar, but you know, obviously, uh, with with that, um, I think this is a time for the supporters uh, to rally and and really show that we all support one another. So. Um, yeah. Any little bit is is going to be very helpful, especially uh, when you're talking about having a son and 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 you know losing your dad. That that's tough, yeah. and then having to deal with everything around that. I think having that uh, f- you know financial uh, boost as, as well as the sort of um, I, I guess well wishes uh, from yeah. the supporters to show this that, that this community is close and together. Uh, I think that'll be really special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, notice there's been so many donations going through to it, so please do add your name to the list. Um, you don't have to have your name listed on there if you don't want to be known. You can do it anonymous, anonymously. Um, so yeah, so please, please do um, go and donate. Um, it'll mean a hell of a lot to to his family um, yeah. and all of his friends. Um, so yeah, so there is that. Sorry, I'm just yeah. Um yeah. it's it's horrible. Um you see the passion that he gave for battling that cancer, the passion that he had for the club. Yeah. I would love to see the club do something for him. Um I I mean you see clubs around the world when they've had some legends they'd like name the stands after them. I'm not saying we do that for Big Rob, but I mean that would be absolutely met. Imagine that having a big Rob stand. Mm. How do you feel? I think that would be a great way to run them. So, but yeah, go go and uh, do the GoFundMe page. Go on there, donate whatever it is you can. Um, let's help us in any way we possibly can. Um, right, let's move on to a fan question that we have sent in um, mm-hmm. from from a DC UK member. Um, so 
Um, if you do want to come and join us at DC UK, do head to dclightkingdom.com forward slash membership. Um, it is completely free to do so. The link is in the description. Um, but Brian, bless him, and uh, not Brian Blessed, um, who is a loud man over from the UK, Brian from DC UK, um, he's asked, what is more fulfilling as a football supporter, your club team or your national team winning silverware? Now, I don't know what a national team does to win silverware. So, Daniel, I'm going to ask you, how does it feel for a national team to win silverware? You know, um, I think, you know, for a lot of Americans, it is a go big or go home type of thing. Um, Generally, when you're talking about soccer, uh, the vast majority of people here, they don't even know what the Gold Cup is. Uh, let alone, um, what was, what did we just uh, win against? It's the Nations League. The Nations League. Yeah. That's the, the legendary, uh, long-standing Nations League. To be honest, though, the that game against Mexico was an absolute banger. And, and I had my girlfriend watch with me, and she was like, I th- I think I like soccer now, and I'm like, yeah, oh. right. Um, it what was a, it was what a game. It was fan freaking fantastic, and especially coming down to pens. Uh, I I thought it was just magnificent. Um, especially I you know with with Pulisic and and when he stepped up to score that tying goal. You saw the way, you know, me- the Mexico players put the divot in, uh, on, yep. you know, right next to the ball. Uh, and then, you know, him just coming in, cool as he like, taking that shot was was fantastic. So uh, that is, was a great game. But, you know, a lot of people are just like, when's the World Cup? And then is the United States in? And, oh, we're not going to win because we're the United States. You know, so, I mean... <laughs> To a degree, if, you know, that ever becomes a reality, I think it will be very awesome as as American Outlaw supporters. Uh, I yeah. think, well, you know, for, for us who are in it, uh, it, you know, each, you know, especially with the Gold Cup, each win uh, is, is a great feeling. But us, too, we're always looking, okay, where does this take us, you know, from, from here? You know, and and we also have our sights set on the World Cup because that's, in a way, you know... You've got to go big. You've got to aim for the very top because why else are you there? Well, and that's the other thing is like, you know, unless they win that, uh, you know, I think the wider culture just won't necessarily pay it any mind because, uh, you know that's that's the true sort of and and once america wins the world cup it'll be one of those things where like america's won the world cup and we're the best for all time always because that's who we are as a people uh and and we will claim that as as ours for for the rest of time um (laughs) you will absolutely this there was something um i think it was i can't remember who said it I mean, it was either a friend or a famous person. Someone out there in the world said it. Yeah. But the reason, if America put their puts their mind to soccer, they will win the World Cup. Absolutely. Now, the, to to be fair, I am talking about the men's side. On the women's side, that's fantastic. Seeing yeah. them, um, you know, win the World Cup, and especially with the Olympics coming up, uh, if they can get that gold medal, that will be fantastic. Uh, you know, in in just seeing the greatness that they have. Uh, winning multiple back to back to back world cups uh is is just it's kind incredible. of annoying i i'm very sure especially with alex morgan <laughs> give it giving you uh the pinky uh that is <laughs> and, and that's where honestly that's where we had our our german girl moment yes seeing all of the british press lose their minds oh about yes those arrogant americans yes that was the greatest um and and truly anytime we can dunk on the english you know us damn colonists uh, we uh we we just we just lap that up every single time it's why you you have even today like t-shirts and ball caps saying you know usa two-time world world or world war champions oh wow Oh, wow. and that's the thing. I mean, that's where we take it. I mean, it is 
it is brash it is irreverent and it is just that's that's america and and you know love it or hate it i mean that's just that's just like what the american culture is uh it to is. a lot of people yes absolutely i'm just gonna quickly revert back to the chat over here yeah um rithik um who is a long time listener and now long is a watcher um over on youtube um mm-hmm. it's just come out and said um the game against uh mexico what you were talking about just there reignited their passion for the national team absolutely i mean yeah. i think it's the greatest u.s game i've seen right up there very good yeah yeah um but then they go on he's gone on to say but honestly i'd rather see dc united win mls cup again than the u.s men's national team winning the gold cup you know yes and and to a degree i think if uh i i would want to if dc united gets to the final i would love to get to that game uh however i can pull that off yes uh I, and and if they win, I, that would be incredible. Because here's the thing: I, you know, admittedly, I'm a, a late comer to DC United, so like I was never part of the 2004, you know, remembering that whole period. But yeah. as as I've said before, um, I was on a different podcast where we did a series on recapping each year they won the championship, and that was that was just uh, really interesting to go back and look at those squads. Uh, so if if you know being able to live through that and then be able to sort of keep a chronicle yeah. of that would be um, really special. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, for me, I mean, I do, I, I want to see the U S men's national team do well. Yeah. You, you, you know, if I, if I was to have dual nationality, American would be it. Um, so I, I'll take adopted American. That's fine. I'll allow it. Um, but I would want to see DC United win the MLS Cup yeah. rather than US men's national team winning the Gold Cup. But however, I would love to see England win a trophy at some point in my life. That would be nice. I don't know. It's been, what, hey, maths, 55 years since we've yep. won the World Cup, um, which is a very long time, admittedly. Um, but Euro 2020, even though it's 2021, it's coming home. Um, it's got to come on. We, there's only so many times we can say it before it comes true. So this is the year. Um, Berithic has uh, gone and say, if the US plays England at the 2026 World Cup, that would be lit. Absolutely. That, yes. Oh, imagine being, oh, imagine a World Cup final of USA versus England. I I mean, that's, that's where it, it would. Oh, that's a fantasy right there. That would be incredible, and especially yeah, just when you're talking about the history between the United States and, and England, uh, it would be fantastic. But what would be even better is if I don't know if somehow we discover you know some sort of uh, player with like a, a dual French and U.S. citizenship who turns out to be like a star or something like that, and then comes along and, and um, absolutely uh, saves the day for the United States in that hypothetical final. That would be poetry. In a way, uh, <laughs> it's like Hamilton on the pitch. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, I mean, the last comment in that section was uh, Stu just going that pil- the pinky celebration was amazing. Proper celebration, yes. Stu. You're English. <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. We'll have words later. Um, right, let's have a quick recap of the um, game against New York City FC or New Jersey City FC as we're going to uh, adopt their new yeah. name. Um, so obviously we got beat 2-1. Um, frustratingly beaten 2-1, especially when we had that opportunity. Paul just had to put it either side of the keeper and it would have been 2 on us, but anyhow. Yeah. Um, so Keaton Park scored in the 84th minute and Thiago got that uh, 95th minute winner even though it was only four minutes of out of time but there we go I'm not going to say anything um, Nigel Big Nige scored our goal in the ninth minute um, in terms of the stats on paper it was 64 to 36% possession in favour of uh, New Jersey 
shots 14 to 8. So we were outshot for the first time in a very long time. Uh, on target, 7 to 4. Uh, pass and accuracy, one of our worst for the season. Uh, 79% for, for the boys in blue and 64% for us. Fouls, 9 to 16. No surprise there, really. Um, and then expected goals, 1.7 to 1. So, next uh, expected goals wasn't in our favour either. So, was the results and scoreline fair? Yeah. I mean, we were so outplayed in that second half. First half, yeah. I, I would say we deserved that lead. But that second half, I don't know what the heck. Tired legs, do you reckon? Tired legs, um, probably a lot of mental fatigue. Um, yeah. A, a, this is a team that has had to fight tooth and nail nearly every single game. And, and honestly, just to get a goal. Yeah. And just a goal. <laughs> just and, no, and not, not three or four, just one. That's very much the uh, really frustrating part of this is that um, they've had a really rough go just kind of doing just the general attacking uh, yeah. part of the game. Uh, and that's just something that at a certain point, you know, this, this team will figure it out. They, you know, there was a, uh, so DC United had a press conference today and hmm. you had Lasada, Heinzeich and Gressel, uh, given their thoughts on yeah. sort of recent happenings. And fact is, uh, you know, I think, I think what you're seeing is that this team is really rallying around each other. Uh, I think as much as we kind of like, get down on on them on this podcasting side of things i i think they are really all trying to support each other uh even even in you know kind of like those rough spells uh they are a team that they got to keep that belief going and that's what's going to keep them going this season um it's going to be long and and once we get into those deep summer games um that is when this team is going to be really tested and and you know i think yeah to a degree, that's you know they will be conditioned at that point. Yes, they'll have gone through so many games, and they yeah. will start to get used to the level that they need to play at. Um, I just want to put onto onto the game is the fact that we made six changes to our lineup as well. Yeah. So yes, we would have had tired legs because of the travel, the mental fatigue, as you rightly mentioned there. But the fact that we had made six changes. Two of our defenders went out injured in that game as well. Briant and Heinz Eich uh, went off injured. I, a 2-1 doesn't... I, when you look at it, that side of the fence, it doesn't yeah. seem too bad. Not terrible. No. And I mean, it could have been a lot worse. And, and like I said, um, I... And, and, you know, you kind of look at it objectively, like on paper, uh, we did get outplayed. Yeah. Uh but I would argue in that sense, as tired as this team was, they held on to like the the very end. And it yeah. really took uh, some incredible effort from New York uh, to get those two goals. You know, and, and so everything kind of like looking at that and kind of um, the way DC held on as much as they could. Like I said, I am less deflated after that game than the uh montreal game where uh you know especially i think that it stems mostly from how i feel about kamara because he had a couple really good chances and um even even one that came kind of awkwardly off his chest uh you gotta figure something out and and because because as much money as he's on uh you you can't be playing like that you gotta be in the spot you got to be ready for anything and you got to be ready. Yeah. There was, there was a beautiful cross. And I said, you know, said oh, this was from a Russell. typical German cross that deep from the midfield, oh. uh, you know, high arcing cross was, was fantastic. And he whiffed it like, like a uh, peewee league player. It was, it I was mean, incredible. I mean, for, for those of, of here on this side of the pond, peewee league, <laughs> I mean, I've heard of it, but is that like toddler level? 
It, well, yeah, a little bit. It's like adolescent. It's, you know, you're, you're six to eight years old, not exactly okay. up to that, you know, organized level. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you have a turn? Like, you know, how you have primary school. Uh, yeah, then- I mean, primary school, is, <laughs> that's, that's the age then. So yeah. Pee Wee's primary. Yes. Fair. There we go. We've explained. We've learned something new on today's show. Yeah. Um, was there anything else that came out in that press conference then? Um, you know, so a lot of, so the team is coming into this Toronto game, uh, feeling really confident, uh, Toronto's going through some changes, uh, but they're an experienced squad. Uh, they're, they're laying pretty low, uh, on the table on the Eastern side. So, you know, this is a game where if, if this team wants to redeem itself, uh, get some of that confidence back, this is the game to do it. Uh, and, and that's the thing, you know, that was going into that New York game. New York's a good team. Um, but they have showed inconsistencies, uh, and especially against poor teams. Uh, I, I thought that DC sort of being up a level from poor, uh, would be able to do something. And, and that's why I did go into that game thinking a two nil win, uh, was very possible. Uh, so you know, yeah. So, so you know, at the same time, you know, we very well could have come away with a win. Uh, I sort of allude to that scene in Fast and the Furious where you know uh, Brian is like, "I almost had you," and then you know uh, Dominic is all like, "Winning's winning." That whole thing. You know, obviously, yeah. New York pulled out a, a very ugly win there, but um, you know, again, don't feel super deflated after that one. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, let's have a look at the table very quickly right now so yeah we're currently in eighth place now mm-hmm. at the start of the season if you ask me we were just sitting outside of the playoffs a third of the way through the season i would i would have snapped your hands off to be honest i i, really? I generally would have thought we would be 11th 12th 13th right now yeah I, that's how i would have seen us I would have expected us to be just getting battered every game, really. High-scoring games, but getting tr- defeated pretty much every other game. Every game. Yeah. However, we're sat there with 13 points, so not a huge return at the moment, but enough to keep us in and around the playoff area yeah. with four wins, one draw. We've only scored 10 goals, so we're not scoring a goal a game just yet. No. But... I'm I'm relatively pleased with that. I think we're doing okay. Um, I don't know. Are you happy with how we've uh, started this season off? You know, happy is not necessarily the word. Um, I think content. Con- well, and that that was another thing. Is is uh, I think uh, Losada in that interview had had pointed out that. Um, or no, it was it was Gressel. Uh, you know, teams that are good are always wanting more, and yeah. even winning championships, uh, they want to look forward to the next thing. Mm. And I think that's the type of belief system that Losada is trying to instill with this team is eliminating any form of complacency or contentment uh, with things. Uh, yeah. I th- he's always pushing the team. Um, I would say my, you know, expectations that were very pre-tempered at the start of the season um, are, are they're, they're met in a way. Okay. You know, again, you know, we're talking about wins against teams that, you know, can and should be beat. Uh, But, you know, once we get to those deep lying dog day games in the summer uh that is sweat boxes is going to be truly tested uh and especially when we start playing yes those those more uh i guess you know top of the table teams um it's going to be tough uh i think after toronto we're going to be taking on a a tough philadelphia it's actually almost kind of like a reverse uh from the beginning of the season because we have philadelphia chicago and then uh new jersey red bulls Okay. Uh, followed by Cincinnati and then Columbus is also going to be a really tough game. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I would almost kind of toss up and say Philadelphia 
and Columbus will likely be a wash, probably New York as mm-hmm. well. Um, if, if we can get maybe three points combined from those matches. Yeah. Huh? That would be my expectations being met. I, I wouldn't necessarily go for, I would not predict wins in those, but you look at uh, Cincinnati and Chicago fire beatable teams. Oh. And, and, you know, if we can come away, you know, on you the what? plus side in those matches. Since you're on form at the moment. True. They're doing True. all right. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. saw, if you saw Lucho's goal, I, I, you know, I, I completely missed that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's literally he scored an absolute peach from right. about twenty yards out. He's dinked it around one player, mm-hmm. and then just off the inside of his foot, he's just curled it into the into the far corner. Just like, mm-hmm. I want that Lucho back. I, I did, I did see some chatter about him uh, yeah. on Twitter, and and yeah, you know, good for him. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Former I mean, former DC United man. Um, Unfortunate with the way things shook out with him, but uh, yeah. good that he's at least you know found found some joy uh, elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. So let's have a little look ahead to the yeah. Toronto game. So kickoff is on Saturday, same day as uh, when England bring it closer to home. Um, it is a ten thirty eight p.m. kickoff over here on this side of the pond. So hopefully it doesn't go to extra time. Yeah. Because if it goes to extra time, I might miss the start of the game. So we'll see what happens this weekend. Um, over on the East Coast, it is a 5.38 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. Um, and for you, Daniel, that'll be a 4.38 p.m. kickoff. Yes. yes. So not a bad time for a Saturday, that. No, uh, but I think kind of terrible timing. Uh, I will be probably at a funeral. Oh. Um, oh. I think at that time. Uh, unfortunately, okay. but uh, I will, yeah. I will try and get as much of a recap on that as I can. Um, yes, but you know there there is some light, uh, kind of kind of at the end of that ninety minutes. I think uh, yes. Toronto has had a really tough time, and you know um, at this point of the season, they are only sitting on five points. Yeah, uh, even with Chicago, so. Um, this is a game to find some joy. Yeah, there was a stat that I was when I was looking at the doing the preview stuff for this. Yeah, um, there's n- not been a time since the shootout era um, of MLS that it's been two teams on five points at, after ten games. Yeah, so that's what twenty-one years that there's never yeah. been two teams that's bad, um, which says something. Yes. And it's it's shocking considering the fact that this is a Toronto team that just last year was very good yeah. and, um, you know, just narrowly uh, missing out or missing the, the cup. So this yeah. is, uh, yeah, shocking to, to see them in, in this state. But this is MLS. This is what happens in Major yep. League Soccer. So this is why we love this league. Um Let's have a quick look at their current season record. Yeah, They have played 10 games, so they've played one less than us so far. Um, yeah. But they've only won one game. They've drawn two, and they've lost seven. Um, but they have scored 12 goals, but their defense is where it's really, really bad. They've conceded yeah. 20 goals so far this season. So not great. Their away record, because they are they are on the road to, uh, to DC, Um They've not won at all. They've lost five and they've drawn one. They're on a current five-game losing streak. They've lost 11 out of the last 15. But prior to that, they'd only lost 10 in the last 48 games. So it just goes to show that they can do it. But at the moment, they're not on form. This is a great time to play. Yeah. Um, when we look at head-to-head-wise, um, it's very even across the board. We've both won eight times each, and we've drawn nine times, so it's yes. inc- incredibly close. Um, and then seven out of the last eight games have been ties um, after 90 minutes, that is. Um, granted, we won in 2018 against them um, at Audi Field. Audi Field? Yes, it was at yes. Audi Field. I think uh, yep. Rooney scored that page of a free kick. Yes. Um, and then, But the other game, 
which didn't end in a draw after extra time now was the game in the playoffs um where, where we won't talk about that one um so so yes yeah, so that's that's how it stands at the moment um i'm i'm confident for this weekend i think as lo- as long as we have big night starting because that goal he scored against new york which we've uh, we've actually missed how did we miss that that goal mm-hmm. he broke the net yeah he may as well have just gone ah there's not net there let's just power straight through it because that was just something else i i was just like I, I did have to do a double take just to go, oh, <laughs> we actually scored. What? Um, I, I'd say if you can't score with the England squad, you guys, you got to channel that en- uh, energy somehow. Yes. And and I think that's what he was doing with that, with that rocket. He was, he was aiming, he was aiming across the pond. He was, he was, he was, he was aiming <laughs> for us, but that pass. And, and he said, bring it home boys. So, <laughs> If England doesn't bring it home, I'm going to bring it home for you. Yeah. Um, but that pass from Moses. Yeah. Oh! The, this, oh. Te- this team, and, and you know, uh, it's it's tough to talk about potential uh, because it can go either way. Yeah. Um, but the youngsters that we have right now um, are, are going to be really special uh, yeah. in, in the years to come. And, and it's really exciting to see them play right now really is i mean moses for me is definitely the most exciting to see because the amount of potential he has yeah um and last year he was named in the guardians the newspaper over here um in the top 50 hot prospects in the in the world and the only american in that list um so that says something about his potential and his quality that he already has yeah but when you look at the likes of kevin who's got that little bit of flair about him griffin who's Mm. just consistently hitting down that right side and he's come on yeah. leaps and bounds over the last two seasons you've got donny pines who's now in the u.s men's national team yeah it's just it's and to awesome a degree, to a degree that's what separates you know uh donny and and nigel kind of uh from the other youngsters is that not only do they bring the uh physical component but they have just such a sharp mental game that is the one thing i would say about kevin is that um when it comes to his decision making um it's it's either not quick enough or it's too quick and he you know just needs to find he needs experience just to find those those moments that he can really uh thrive yeah absolutely and you're right with more experience that's that's where it will come from um we're, we're, I think we've talked about it so many times this season that this is a transitional season, not just for the team, but for a lot of the players as well as individuals. Yeah. And you're right with Kevin. He's, this is the first season he's played in front of crowds. Let's remember that. He's yeah. he's never actually played in front of a crowd before. So he's got, one, got to get used to that. That's where his decision-making has been really tested because he's going to be pumped from having the crowds behind him he's probably going to make some rash decisions. So we just yeah. got to patience. Yeah. I just think Moses has such a cool head on him. Yeah. It doesn't seem faced by anything. It doesn't matter who he's up against or what he's got in front of him or what he's got to do. He just gets a job done. And I like that about him. I think he's a great little player. And um, that's, and that's very much the thing is like, he doesn't have the stature of, you know, say say a full grown adult but uh he like you said he carries himself in a way or he, you know you kind of look at him you look him in the face uh mm. when he enters the field and to a degree he it's like he knows he belongs there yeah and he doesn't really let anything phase him and and that's going to be uh just a really key element of his game going into the future yeah absolutely um, a couple more comments have just been coming in. So saying uh, Big Bill at one end, Big Nige at the other with Moses splitting yes. defences. More please. Yes, absolutely. And then obviously Big Donny as well. Just more big, I guess, is where I'm going here. Yeah. Love that. We do. Uh, big players. Yeah. And, and I don't and think we need big Kevin, in terms Kevin's, of... Kevin's big hair. Kevin's big and hair. And that's how he yes. rounds it out. Yeah. Yeah. Big Kev hair. Who else have we got? As a, as a man, as a man who who's who's got big hair, who's got the don't flow. rub it in, don't rub it in. 
Just, you know. <laughs> I, 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 you know. Ma- mail some over to me. Ga- game recognized game. <laughs> no way. No way. Well, I'll, have that. I'll, I'll go back to golf chat with uh, Brendan and Jules. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, no, nice. Yeah, this is, this is a team, and in, in, like I've said, the potential is there. The moves have to be made. Yeah. Um, you know, DC, please please bring in Messi. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. I mean, we've got what? Donnarumma, he's a free agent. Yes. Lionel Messi, free agent. Who else is free agent? Uh, Costa, as far as I know, is is still flip a neck. Oh, I mean, who else man. is a free agent at the open moment? Open up the open up that purse. Oh, honestly, I mean, is Mesut Özil a free agent again? I, I have no idea. No, he, uh, I believe he got picked up in uh, Turkey. So, oh yes, he did. Yes, uh, that's right. He's playing one of those. Fenerbahce. I want to say yes. Yeah, that's it. it. Rings a bell, actually. That now. Yeah. Oh, I'm just trying to find out who's who's free agent at the moment. But uh, I mean, whilst I'm looking for that. Um, You've got Jaden Sancho now moving to Man United. Big news. That's a Big. that's a huge one right there. Yes, Rafael Benitez going to Everton. Mm. That's it. That's a huge one. Um, just recently, uh, Fulham have appointed uh, Marco Silva as their new boss. And uh, four Ramos, hours ago, Ramos to PSG. Is that is that confirmed or is that? Uh, as far as I know, his brother was in Paris finalizing the deal, so that looks oh. lock stock. Yes, indeed. Uh, one matter is a free agent. Yeah. Nah, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> nah, just nah. nah. Um, Nuno Espirito Santos is now Spurs boss. Someone oh, eventually had to take it. I mean, every man and his dog was offered that job. Jesus, flipping heck! That was um, that was the merry-go-round. I mean, I'm so I'm surprised I didn't get offered the job. I'm a little bit disappointed. I should be insulted at that. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, yes. There's a few free agents. Um, let us know who you if you want Messi. I mean, who wouldn't want Messi? Uh, Diego Costa. Um, Stu's just said might take a cigarette and be his break with uh, Higuain. <laughs> I can see that happening. Yes, yeah, yeah, that would that would happen. Um, right, predictions. It's time for Toronto predictions. I mean, are we, I think we're both going for a win, aren't we? I've and I've been bouncing a couple of scores in my head, and I want I want to hear yours first before oh. I make my call, or should we say at the same time? I mean, I mean, it's like, gonna it's gonna be a bit awkward uh, on the audio, so we'll take it in turns. Okay. We'll take it in turns. Right. I have not really decided yet, so I'm gonna I'm just gonna talk a little bit about it. So right, so Toronto have conceded twenty goals so far this season. So yeah. they've conceded two per game on average. Um when you look at how many attempts on goal we usually have, some have got to hit target. Mm-hmm. Which surely means some, not just a, some must go in the net. Yes. Toronto have scored twelve. So they're scoring an average of 1.2 a game. So I'm going to go for a 3-1 win. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. with with that, um, you know, I, and, and I've been saying this from the start, and, and I am kind of a system guy. Mm. Uh, to a degree, I think that is uh, the big thing that just carries teams uh, over the edge. And I think... You know, had this been another year of Benny Ball, we'd be in a very different position right Yo, now. Oh, God, yes. We'd be um, bottom. And, and so I want to say there's going to be – I want to say that Losada is going to just absolutely flood that box any, any chance he gets. Yeah. And I want to say that this team can keep a clean sheet. And I'm going to say if, if, okay. you know, if we have that big Nige energy – Coming into this, I'm going to say for nothing. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That is something. I, that's, that's a I, bold prediction. I want to say that this is a team that, you know, if, if, if they really want to make a statement now, and if they want to, you know, say, hey, you know, this, this season's going to turn ahead at, at a certain point. 
yeah uh this is the game to do it this is this is a game to you know take a very beatable team and and absolutely um yeah pad the stats a bit i guess to you know make it make it uh get get our goal difference into the positive yes exactly um so that is uh where i see this team going yeah i like that I, i i like the bold predictions i like the positivity um we've had a prediction come through on the chat Okay. From Stu. He says 2-0 to DC. Okay. Yeah, again, I, I'd be happy I'd be happy with wins. I yeah. mean, I want to be entertained, obviously. Um, but I will take a win. And 2-0 would be a good game. 3-1, plenty of goals. There's four goals, but a 4-0 win. Oh. Oh. Well, I, 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 I would I, not say no to that. I think we can see it. Um and, and I don't know. This is this is the game that will ultimately sort of direct how I feel about DC United going forward uh, yeah. into this season. Uh, if it's, I mean, if it's another, you know, sort of like one nothing, you know, even if it's a win for us, I, I'm not exactly gonna come away uh, happy or impressed with that. Um, okay. When when you have a wounded animal. And just to kind of bring a, a little Midwest, uh, you know, flavor into this, uh, we we typically, you know, we go pheasant hunting, and and you know, when there's a, a wounded, you know, rooster uh, mm. in the field, you get in there, and you 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 can't be afraid of it. You gotta, you know, grab that <laughs> pheasant by the neck, and you gotta just just wrangle that thing around. You have to kill it. You have you, if you see a wounded animal, you have to get it done quick. Yeah. You have to kill it and and make sure the job is done. You know, you don't just pick it up and let it like keep flopping around. You gotta put it down. And so this is this is Toronto, an injured yes. feather in the field, and DC United, if they have that killer instinct, they will go in there and they will strangle that pheasant. So that's that's what I want them to do. This is the, okay. the only result that will make me happy with this team this, this yeah. week. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Shall we? <laughs> Getting real graphic. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where. To, I, I don't know how to. Uh, how to move on from that? Apart from just saying, shall we wrap things up? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, once again, thank you for joining me this evening on this show. Yeah. Um, let the good folks out there know where they can find you. You know what? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at s Dakota Soccer. And yeah, you know, uh, just, just, I'm always eager to talk shop. Uh, you know, anyone who has friends who are trying to get into the game, I always try to take a, a, an approachable, uh, you know, sort of attitude with it. And so, uh, anyone who's curious about the game, you know, just in general and wants to learn how to like watch soccer instead of just seeing all the players on the field, like how to, you know, recognize the patterns of the flow of the game. That's, that's where I really try to, you know, Get people into it yeah absolutely so go go and follow daniel on his socials um for me if you're here thank you very much if you're not actually subscribing please hit that little bell that little thumbs up for the like hit the subscribe button and hit the bell to be notified of future shows um if you look it down in the description you'll see little things around merchandise like this amazing little t-shirt or this amazing flag um go and hit that link and uh, get yourself some absolutely awesome merch it does go towards helping the show so helping me create all this amazing content for you guys out there um and also helps funds things like the websites um costs for actually making the show as well um if you want to become a member just hit the uh, membership link uh, daniel is a member um of dc uk along with brian who sent in a little uh um question i had to think about that one there um but also you guys in the chat there i know Stu is obviously a member as well so please come and join us and um, we do have a private twitter group um for all the chat between all of us members um so do come and join us um but that's it for me uh come and follow me on twitter at dc night kingdom facebook and instagram it's at dc night kingdom fc but until next time i'm gonna look at the camera for this one vamos united and before before we truly oh. go oh oh okay as as i tweeted earlier you know this is a great group the dc united kingdom supporter group 
unofficial supporter group, but DC, please, please talk to James about that. Yes, that would be nice. As I've said, this is the type of thing where you come for the chips and you stay for the biscuits. Because oh yes. The, the the conversation is is fantastic. It's free flowing. Everyone's super friendly with each other, and it's just a fantastic group. So you know, no animosity at all. No animosity, and that's that's why. And yes, come for the chips. We put we put plenty of salt on them, but do stay for the biscuits because you know we do like our rich tea digestives, rich teas, milk chocolate digestives, pink wafers. Pink wafers. How can you say no to pink wafers? Come on. Come to the group and, and bring it home with us. Yes, absolutely. So let's end it right there. I'm going to look at the camera once more and just say the final two words, Vamos United. <laughs>